I want to thank Research Consultants International for sponsoring today's podcast. They're a globally renowned lead generation firm that helps economic development organizations create real prospects. They've helped over 500 economic development organizations. Let me tell you exactly what they do. They facilitate one-on-one meetings for economic developers with corporate executives who will have projects soon. They can facilitate these meetings to where you travel to the corporate executive's office and meet them there, or you meet them at a trade show, or even have a conference call so you don't have to pay for travel. They recently launched a service called FDI 365, which provides you a lead a day of fast-growing companies that will be expanding soon. Their research has helped over $5 billion in projects get cited since inception. I encourage you to go to www.researchfdi.com to learn more about research consultants. As far as I'm concerned, they are absolutely the best lead generation firm in the business for economic development organizations. Call them now. They can help you create real prospects. Welcome to this week's episode of the Next Move Group We Are Jobs podcast. This is Chad Chancellor, co-founder of Next Move Group, and I'm happy to have Pete Fullerton here with us today. And Pete is the Assistant Director of Properties and Commercial Development for the Kansas City Department of Aviation. And uh, Kansas City is starting to come real, uh, real big for our company. We're doing a lot of work up there. But Pete, I've known now 15 years. One of the first I know the first Kansas City and I ever knew and uh, met him. We're actually recording this today at SEDC in New Orleans in early August. And uh, and I met Pete in New Orleans at an SEDC in 2004. So it's funny. 15 years later, we're sitting here. Pete. It is. It is. Back to the future. Well, you were chairman then, weren't you? Yes, I was. Yes, I was. And so uh, one of the things that I want to tie in with Pete is obviously uh, you spent most of your career in Kansas City. So mm-hmm. before before, uh, before you were the aviation, tell these folks what you were doing. Yeah, uh, Chad, I, I was one of those that um, seems to be pretty consistent that the way they got into economic development uh, is I answered a one ad in the Kansas City Star <laughs> for a project manager position of the for the Missouri Department of Economic Development. And I remember at the time, frankly, I was begging for a job. Uh, I'd finished up my master's and was... Um, Really, it was hard. It was a hard time mm-hmm. to get there in the mid '80s, and um, you know, I saw that that opportunity, and I thought, okay, I, I you know, let's go see what it is. And I thought, well, hopefully, it doesn't have anything to do with economics because I never got above a C in <laughs> economics. But I thought, what the hell? Let's let's see what we got. And and what's fascinating is that uh, it really the economic development profession has been good for me. Uh, it's what I wanted to do. I want when growing up, I wanted to make an impact on my community. I wanted to have that and, um, you know, again, just dropping into ec- uh, economic development so that undergrad in political science at Masters of Public Administration use every day. And so uh, while Pete will downplay his knowledge of economics, uh, he's a pretty smart guy. He has a Ph.D. In, in economic development. I'm not sure exactly what it's called, but the, it's, a, it's a play of economic development. You're one of the few people that I know that have it, and, and you got it, I think, at age 55, if I remember. Yep, yep. To t- talk to these folks about that experience, <clears throat> and I know uh, that caused you to come down here a lot because I think you got it at Southern Miss, so you were flying down to New Orleans and going over to Mississippi a whole lot, so Absolutely. talk about that experience. Yeah, it's kind of a home away from home, the uh, Gulfport Biloxi uh, area. I think after one of the last trips, uh, down after a graduation, I figured that I'd probably been down here about 25 times over the last you know 15 years, uh, which was kind of a, a 
you know, fun, but also kind of like, wow, that's all. I'm, I know my way around pretty, <laughs> yeah. pretty good. Now, it, you know, one of the things that I have always uh, wanted uh, to do, and, and I hopefully mirror the statement, is I believe in lifelong learning. And I was always involved, as you noted, noted with SEDC. I also was involved in my state association at the time. So basically, as I got finished going through the chairs of SEDC, um, there was an email that came out for um, from Southern Miss about, hey, have you ever thought about the master's program? Uh, they had a, at the time, they were advertised the PhD program in international development. And I do remember sitting around the table at SEDC and talking with some other folks about that being um, something that might be interesting. And, uh, you know, kind of put it off, put it off, put it off a little bit, and then um, had a, a little, uh, uh, frankly, a cancer scare um, that kind of, you know, knocked me uh, down a little bit. And I, I frankly, I needed my brain to get back in the game. Mm. And uh, so the Human Capital Development Program, PhD program, uh, had just started at Southern Miss. And um, it was a connection between economic development and, at the time, you know, that, that forward edge thought of, oh, by the right. way, talent and human capital is important. Now Which it's now kind of, everybody knows that now. <laughs> yeah. it wasn't, it, if you're not already and haven't been in it for a while, you're behind. Right. Um, so it, that really spoke to me. Uh, good people uh, was able to uh, beat, you know, beat through the dissertation process. Uh, and finally get out of there in uh, 2017. And I know the, the folks were happy to see me go in a positive way. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I've been lingering around for, it took me like 10 years. Right? Wow. To, wow. To do that. Yeah. Well, you know, we've hired Southern Miss students through the master's program to work for us, and they've done great work. So uh, our vice president received his master's from there, so we've hired him full time. We've hired interns before, and so I'm really high on that program. And I didn't even know they had a Ph.D. program until you were telling me this. Yeah, so. yeah. No, I, I, um, I've always been quite envious of the bench strength that Southern Miss puts out on the – on the field in economic development along the whole Gulf Coast uh, area uh, and, and really wish I had that kind of access to that kind of talent in the Kansas City or you know uh, Missouri Kansas area right. that would be that that's awesome to be able to have folks that come through and get that master's and know the protocols know the thing I mean obviously a lot of this is uh, uh, you got to get out there and do it uh, uh, but to have at least the book knowledge of what this thing is called economic development that's a, right. that you know that's a that's a six month to a year onboarding that you don't you don't have to do here that's right that i have to do in kansas City. that's right yeah when we hire them they understand the terminology mm -hmm. and they say, yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful you're, program you're exactly right so talk about i know you've been involved in scdc and like we said we're recording this at the scdc annual event in new orleans in early august of 2019 so uh, a lot of the chairmen I've noticed uh, uh, don't come anymore. They're not involved, but you st you still are. So I mean, obviously it's important to you. So talk yeah, about that. You know, I started um, on the board of SEDC um, in 1995, and uh, um, you know, probably a bad story, but it, it's true. You know, at the time, it, the, the first conference I went to was at uh, in Myrtle Beach. And quite frankly, I was coming down here to go play golf. Yeah. If I went to those <laughs> sessions, that'd be a big deal. Well, the guy I came down with had an emergency back home, so he had to go 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 back. So my, my playing partner leaves. So I go to the I go to the conference. I, I finish the conference basically being on the board of the Missouri delegate <laughs> because Missouri only sends two or three people here. So it was like everybody else in the room was like, "Hey, we've already been at you're it." And I'm like, okay. So I went from uh, coming down to golf to actually being on the board, and and you know once they really started uh, getting deeper into it, you know the. The, the premier hunter-gatherers in this economic development business are folks in these states that SEDC 
represents. I like how you put that, hunter gatherers. And and if I, you know, I, I consciously said if I am, am am needing to know how these folks do it, so I could be better in what I do, and and that has definitely been been the case over the years. Uh, and certainly over the years, I have uh, any number of to the end of time friends that have uh, come from this uh, deal. So I come back. To, to not only see the old farts, um, but also to to see how the regeneration of the talent that's coming through mm-hmm. uh, the organization and, and the people and and uh, and it's it's usually a pretty fun pretty fun time and, and learn a lot too. Well, and when we started the young professionals group, I don't know now, ten years yeah. ago, I was I'm, not, I'm too old I now do, to be. I do remember you were you, yeah, you yeah, were yeah, you yeah. were highly supportive of it, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and and I think had some of your staff folks involved at the yes, time. Yes, I did. So, yes, I did. so I very much appreciate that tell these folks the kansas city story so i know you work for the airport but but give us the high level overview i was up there this week uh, for some stuff and it's amazing the growth that's going on and i know you grew up there so talk about yeah. really you know they're winning at economic development and, and a lot of our listeners maybe they haven't won yet so uh, once you start winning though you still have issues so t- sure. talk about what's going on well, in kansas I've, city i've, I've uh, in, you know been fortunate to you know spend over 30 years in economic development in the Kansas City uh, area and uh, you know the region is about 2.2 million folks um, with the sub sub areas I'm up north by the airport um, you know the the Northland is about uh, uh, 300,000 out of out of that um, a lot of growth is on the Kansas side and has been so there's a been a competitive pressures between Missouri and Kansas that uh, I think made everybody's game stronger. I mean, there's a lot of reports about how that's been a negative thing. A lot of times it's been been good. Um, right. we, we say uh, in Kansas City that, you know, economic development is a team game. And the reason why we say it is we've got a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. When I saw just this week, and again, we're recording this in August. This may go out in September or October. But the Kansas governor signed a bill mm-hmm. the last day or two saying we're going to not yeah. do this border thing anymore. Mm-hmm. All I saw was the was the headline. What was What's that about? What's the well, detail? M- Missouri passed uh, some legislation a, a while back. And it basically, you know, required that Kansas needed to respond. And the, the Kansas governor has more signature authority over offering incentives, uh, more discretionary, I guess, mm-hmm. is the way to say that. Uh, whereas Missouri, it's more as a right and trying to match that up uh, for, for that. So um, uh, big transition uh, is that um, we are, it, it was basically the challenge always was between the Missouri and Kansas stuff is how do you define a job? Mm. Uh, and, and states would count relocated jobs as a job. So it was a new job right. in the state of Kansas or right. a new job in the state of Missouri, even though all they're doing is turning right instead of left. Right. And, um, and that was a balance. And I think the other thing that made it more acute is that both states uh, went from the, the old-fashioned incentive games, which were focused on investments, to payroll-based. And sure enough, about that time that all both states go on their incentives on payroll, then all of a sudden you turn around and all these offices are also, right. you know, plug in, plug out. Don't have to. They just leave their. Right. They're so mo- offices are so mobile, and they're right. also heavy payroll. So all of a sudden, poof, they start moving back and forth, and and, and it's been a. A real challenge to put that genie back in the box, yeah. and you know, I, I think that this can be really interesting to see. It's worth it's worth a try. Is there were the way it's supposed to come down now? Is we'll only be incent if a company from Kansas is looking in Missouri, we will only incent the net new jobs, mm-hmm. not that. So if they're 
make they're going to come over and have 150, but they have 100 now. We're only going to be incenting right. 50. Now, again, it'll be interesting to see once we get there. It's worth it's yeah. worth a try. You know, it's funny that Kansas City is probably one of the biggest cities that that's, has two states like that that doesn't have a major river or body of water yeah. separate. Well, in, in two states that are pretty economically or both sides are pretty right. um, uh, competitive and almost equal because there's a lot like a St. Louis to East St. Louis. Right. Well, there's, you know, the, it's a big That's right. on one side and the other side smaller or even uh, uh, Cincinnati to uh, uh, Northern Kentucky. Right. Um, there's it, there's that kind of creative tension, but um, this is, you know, like I said, I'll be interested yeah. to see how it uh, and, and, goes. And even there you have a river. The rivers are psychological. Here we're sitting in downtown New Orleans looking at the West Bank. People down here, right here in New Orleans, you know, you, you, a lot of folks from the West Bank hardly ever come over here, and we ever go over there. It's just a cycle. But Kansas City, it's literally state line road. You know, yeah, one side yeah. of the road's Missouri, yeah. and one side's Kansas. Talk about the airport. I know y'all are building a new terminal, but talk about some of the commercial stuff uh, y'all are doing up there. Yeah, you know, we have a, a, a an exciting project going on right now. We just uh, completed teardown of an old uh, terminal. Uh, to build a $1.5 billion new terminal, and uh, that's got the community excited to finally get there. There's a lot of process to get us there. Uh, but most of my time is focused on uh, some of our uh, uh, revenue-producing enterprises, be it, you know, we have an off 260,000 square foot office building, uh, have a, uh, uh, a million plus overhaul base that TWA built back in the uh, uh, years ago. Uh, so, you know, aviation-related kinds of activities. Uh, and then also we uh, use some of our ground to actually uh, um, put some investments into the infrastructure to build an industrial park. So we have a master development agreement with uh, Trammell Crow uh, companies, and uh, actually uh, they're building spec. In fact, uh, right now coming out of the dirt, we got to have a 500,000-square-foot uh, spec industrial uh, that's, uh, that's cooking. And, uh, that will put us over 2 million square feet in wow. industrial that's opened in the last uh, uh, five years. Well, I had never been to Kansas City in my life till a year ago, and I've been three times now in a year, and I've had a great time each day. It's a really, really cool place, and some of the development downtown. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just incredible what all are doing. Well, one of the, you know, I, I, before I came to the uh, airport, uh, I was a president CEO of the Economic Development Corporation of Kansas City, and um, it, it was interesting at that time, the, the downtown it was starting to breathe. You could, you could feel mm -hmm. it. It was coming. Uh, we were uh, investing in the streetcar, and you know the the, the theory was that watch it. Here it comes. Here right. it comes. And uh, to go down uh, now and, and and see that life that's mm -hmm. happening, um, it, it's it's really fun to see. And as I kind of you know talked earlier, it's still a challenge, but you right. know it's a lot easier to to have challenges associated with success. Mm -hmm. At least you can yeah. have a smile on your face while you're having to deal with it, as opposed to challenges associated right. with failure, which yeah. everybody's grumpy and everything. Yeah. So, you know, it was only five years ago that we were having challenges getting market rate, market rate rents uh, for apartments in downtown. Yeah. And, and uh, this last election cycle, uh, one of the issues was the worry that we didn't have enough affordable housing in the downtown core. Uh, you know, just in that five years, all of a sudden we went from, we never talked about an affordability. Right. We were hoping right. to have, you know, rents go up and have everybody go, the success, that was a success. Well, right. then it turns into, well, then that the yin and yang of a challenge yeah. then and have to play with that. So. Well, Pete and I had dinner Tuesday night on just a random summer Tuesday night. I mean, I don't think anything big was going on mm -hmm. in Kansas City at a 
barbecue place that's in an old train depot or railroad facility or something. And I mean, you could there were people everywhere, really of all ages, young, old, all races. It was just really cool yep. to see the vibrancy. Yep, Jack stacks good stuff. We uh, we uh, we hit we hit that barbecue pretty uh, pretty hard, and you know um, we couldn't. You know, the, the Visit KC folks have a video out there that say that you can eat at a barbecue restaurant each day for three months and never repeat. So, <laughs> well, so you, still got a few, you still have a few more trips before we, uh, we, we, we get all those up. Well, Pete, if you think about the profession as a whole, uh, we've got some young folks that are listening to this, or maybe people, even if they're not young, they've just gotten into it. You, you've been in a long time. You're a highly educated guy. You got on your Texas A&M shirt there, so I know you've done Southern Miss A&M, and I think, was it Kansas Mizzou. Or, or Mizzou? Yeah, so yeah. you got a Ph.D. in this, so obviously you know what you're doing. Uh, what would you tell folks who maybe just got into this profession and learning about it? Uh, what would be your tips to them to, to build a successful career and make a difference in their community? I think the, the first thing to me is you got to bring passion to the game. you got to be passionate. And again, that's one of the things that was fun and matched up with, you know, what I was trying to do with SEDC is that you got to be passionate about this this business and about uh, assisting communities and being able to be satisfied with driving down the road and seeing a, a full parking lot that right. and, that parking and, lot wasn't there and let, it was something that you had to do. So I think you know you have to bring bring passion. I think you also you know you obviously you have to be resilient. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, this business knocks you down, and you got to yeah. get back. You got to understand that this is about getting back up. Yeah. And I think the the lifelong learning you, you got to consistently be learning the next new thing and look over the horizon. That horizon used to be, you know, when you look over the horizon, you're looking out five or ten years. You know, that horizon moving so fast now. That horizon's, you know, next year. Yeah. Uh, and and I think that's uh, you know probably three things that are pretty consistent. What I would say to somebody that's coming in says, you know. You know, bring you know, bring it. And you've been in one place a long time. I know you had a couple of jobs in that market, but but most people move around every three or four years. So yeah. so what what did you find was the key to staying in uh, in one place for a while? Is it having uh, you know the same board chair? Is I mean how do you how do you have longevity? What would be your your tips for folks trying to build a stable program? Yeah, I always, I always kind of joked this is uh, it was pretty obvious I was good at keeping a job, but not very good at getting a new one. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> so. You know, I think the what has been very fortunate is that I, I was able to be challenged by different positions in the same same city and not have to move around. Um, the other thing that I have that you know, if you, you do the hop around, is I actually I do see what what we were talking about 20, 25 years ago, and seeing now the result mm-hmm. and seeing the good, the bad, and the, and, the, and the ugly as how that kind of all comes right. together so you know and I, I enjoy like yesterday when I flew out and we flew over um, uh, you know the, some of the uh, business parks the, around the airport and I looked down kind of smiled and says yeah it, it, it was e- it's easier to pick out the buildings that were there 30 years ago than right. than the ones that are new right. and um, to even get on an airplane and hear somebody in the back talk about you know the different you know it used to be oh my god why is this airport so far away oh my god it's just this is just it, there's nothing up here to now hear hey have you ever gone you know i hear these people going hey well, before you drive home you ought to go to the zona rosa because you know they got good stuff there and they got some good shopping and they got this you know dinners all these different restaurants right. and stuff and i'm like you know i kind of i kind of <laughs> like i kind of like uh hearing that and uh so yeah i think that's that that's been the unique thing that perhaps being in there but 
you know, a lot of my market, um, there's a lot of folks who've been there a long time. I mean, right. you interviewed here a while back, uh, John Engelman. Oh, yeah. John yeah. and I go, you know, I remember when he was with the Area Development Council uh, yeah. back uh, 30 years ago. Yeah. Uh, so there's, there's, it's funny, there's, there's quite a few in the Kansas City market that uh, have been there a while. Well, behind the scenes, when we started talking about this, Pete made fun of my accent. He said, the way you say podcast. Just I know, it's it, it, podcast. Podcast, yeah. Just, Not so podcast, I, podcast. I said, well, you're going to have to get on here and do one with us then. So, <laughs> so uh, Pete, thank you so much for being with us today. I hope to goodness it's the Saints and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. We should have been in it last should have been year. last time. Yeah, I think it would have been a hell of a better game. Yeah, 13 to 3 or 14 yeah. to 3 or whatever it was. <laughs> Is there anything you'd like me to ask you that maybe I didn't as we uh, as we wrap this thing up? Well, you know, what would be the final score of the Saints-Chiefs uh, uh, Super Bowl? We'll put that down. Oh, that would probably be, yeah, 40 to 35 uh -huh. or something like uh, that. So. That, that, would, man, that would be fun. Yeah, we got the college football championship in New Orleans this year, which Ooh. is probably always Alabama and Clemson. Yeah, so yeah, we're, we're, yeah. we're starting to plan some event we're going to have for it. We haven't got it ro rolled out yet, but yeah. I can't remember. I think we got the Super Bowl next year, so maybe yeah. that will be the Chiefs, yeah, and the, be. Chiefs and the Saints. Well, Pete, thank you for being with us today. You've sort of been a mentor of mine for a while, so it's really an honor to have you sit down and participate paid and we really appreciate yeah. it well thanks thanks chad and uh, appreciate all your good work the hardest working man in economic development chad chancellor thank you that's not a bad thing to be known for <laughs>